You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Talk some more college football coming up here with Kevin Rogers. He joins us now from Vegas Insider here on BetMGM Tonight. Kevin, how you doing tonight, man? Everybody, how are you? Good to see you. Good to talk to you again. I can't really see you, but it's good to talk to you again. Doing pretty good. So, Kevin, last week uh, I was all over Notre Dame, and I'm a Notre Dame fan. I don't think this team's any good. I think they're terrible, actually. But I think that it says more about the ACC that if you look at the top teams in the conference, Notre Dame's run all over them. Syracuse, now Clemson. Coming up this weekend, you know, I want to get your thoughts on this game. I feel like this is the perfect buy-low spot with Wake Forest. They're three-and-a-half-point favorites. They've been awful the last two weeks, man. 11 turnovers. What would you do in that game? And just how do you view the ACC like moving forward? Because it's been a dumpster fire in Clemson now with one loss already as well. No, you forgot about North Carolina too, that Notre Dame beat. Notre Dame's the champions of the ACC this year. (laughs) I know. know. Exactly. But uh, no, the conference obviously is down. I mean, I'm based in South Florida. I mean, Miami, I mean, it's about dumpster fire. I mean, Miami's been awful. Uh, You know, Florida State's improved a lot. They still got a ways to go. Clemson, Seemed like kind of a you know a phony team that would be in the in the college football playoffs. So you know really you know North, Mac Brown's done a great job with North Carolina. I don't think they had high expectations this year, and you know with Wake, everyone thought Sam Hartman would be out for the season, and that wasn't the case. But uh, you know looking at this game coming up on Saturday in Winston Salem, you know Wake being a short favorite, these teams have played some wild games over the years. In the last two years, you had a 58-55 win by Carolina and a 59-53 win by Carolina. So they totally obliterated the over in each of those two games. You have a high total again of uh, 77. But first with Wake Forest, though, you know, Wake was rolling along. They had that tough loss to Clemson in overtime. And then they had that wacky third quarter against Louisville with all the turnovers and the pick sixes and lose that game. They lose to uh, NC State on the road, NC State without Devin Leary. So you kind of wonder, like, you know, what's going on with Wake Forest? They look at North Carolina, you know, they sneak by Virginia. Virginia showed a little bit of heart here down the stretch. They played some close games, but North Carolina still takes care of their business. I mean, I don't love this game. I would lean Wake. I would believe that they would try to, or they would, you know, you have the, the double revenge the last few years of these high-scoring games they've lost, and also just their first home game in a while. And, you know, at home they put up 43-45, 45-37-44. So, they're scoring a lot of points at home, but uh, you know, I, I'd say maybe Wake here. I, again, I don't love this game, but uh, you know this could be a spot. You know, it's about buy low maybe with Wake, just because now you know you're playing yeah. a team. I mean, you're laying three. You're laying three at Louisville, who they're obviously better than. Laying three against a beat up NC State team. Now you're laying three and a half against Carolina. I think Wake could be worth the look here. Yeah, I agree with you, Kevin. And I like the over too, even though it's seventy seven. Interesting slate at noon. You have a couple of big letdown spots, potentially. LSU coming off their big win against Bama. They travel on the road to Fayetteville, laying three and a half. 
And then Notre Dame, after their big win against Clemson, laying 15 and a half at Navy. Do you like both dogs in these spots, Arkansas and Navy, or would you ride with one of the favorites? Well, the big problem with Arkansas is the K.J. Jefferson situation, that if he, uh, you know, apparently there was a rumor, and I don't know how true it is, that, you know, maybe it's not 100%. Uh, you know, Arkansas is coming off this really poor performance against Liberty, and I know Liberty, you know, is a pretty good team, so I'm not going to dog them. But Arkansas had a couple good road wins against BYU and Auburn. Then they got tripped up by Liberty as two touchdown favorites. And, you know, they got Ole Miss coming up. So Arkansas, you know, they got LSU and Mississippi in back-to-back weeks, which is not going to be easy. And obviously, you know, when LSU is coming off this win, you know, really three straight good wins. I know Florida's down, but still going to Gainesville. They put up 45 in that game. They put up 45 in Ole Miss. They outlast Alabama. You would just think that this would be the letdown spot. Obviously, if K.J. Jefferson plays for Arkansas, it's hard to say no to Arkansas just because LSU, this is like this this stretch of three consecutive games, winning outright as an underdog. You know, the old Miss game, they could have closed laying one or getting one. So, you know, that could have gone either way. But, you know, this is a team that really – in their three other favorite spots, they were laying 31, 44 and a half. They were laying eight to Auburn and barely beat them. So I don't know how much I trust LSU laying points in this one. Now, when you talk about Notre Dame and Navy, and, you know, this is a game that's being played in Baltimore. So really, you know, home, no, I mean, it's home field advantage. I mean, Annapolis is not far from Navy, but still Notre Dame's going to travel well. Notre Dame has somehow picked it up. And the problem I have with Notre Dame laying the points here. They laid 26 to UNLV, didn't cover. Laid 16 and a half to Stanford, lost. Laid 13 and a half to Cal, won by seven. Laid 20 to Marshall and lost. So in their four big favorite spots, they've had problems covering. So that's why I would probably want to stay away from Notre Dame, especially after beating uh, Clemson. So you got to assume, I'm going to say at least one of two out of LSU and Notre Dame, that one of them won't cover, maybe two. I just find it hard to believe that both LSU and Notre Dame will both cover uh, coming up on Saturday. Kevin, how do you bet Alabama now that they are firmly out of the playoffs in terms of like motivation, uh, in terms of how big the spreads are going to be? Uh, because you know that Nick Saban doesn't care about bowl games that aren't the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, first of all, there's a couple ways you can look at Alabama. That yes, they are. Excuse me, they are out of it in a sense. I mean, unless you know LSU falls apart in their final two SEC games, and Alabama jumps them. But for for you know, for, for all intents and purposes, LSU is going to go to the SEC championship, and Alabama's going to be left in the cold. One way you could look at it is LSU, or rather, Alabama should have beat LSU. They could have beat Tennessee. I mean, they could be undefeated. They also could have lost to Texas. I mean, there's just a lot of things that you know, a lot of close games and two of them didn't go their way, but also Nick has done well against his former assistants. I know Lane Kiffin wasn't at Alabama for a while. And of course, we know Lane was a head coach, went to Alabama to kind of resurrect his career, but uh, you know, it's going to be a big game for Saban to try to beat Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss. The one thing I like about Ole Miss, even though they, uh, you know, they only have one loss in the season. They got blown up by LSU. You know, who have they beaten? Texas A&M who's down, Auburn's down, Vandy's not good. It beat Kentucky at home, but didn't cover. Georgia Tech isn't good. Like they don't. Where's their good win? That's the problem I have with Ole Miss. And in the two games that uh, Saban faced Kiffin, 
42-21 and 63-48. And I know history, so you could erase it and say who cares about it. And in 2020, Alabama had like five first-round picks on offense. But uh, I got to believe that Alabama still has got something to play for here. You know, this is their last tough game. They got Austin P and Auburn the last two. So this is kind of like the last one where if they could win this, they'll go 10-2 and two and still have a pretty quality season. I know it's not a national championship. I, I just don't have faith in Ole Miss. I, I really don't, that, that they haven't beaten anybody. I think Alabama, after the, the two losses last two weeks in a row, everyone's been kind of critical of them. I think they come out, and you know it's kind of a safe base game, I think, for Saban. So I think Alabama could take care of business here, even though they you know, don't have a lot to play for. Kevin, the other one I really like, Texas, seven-point favorites, three losses, but they could easily be unbeaten this season. Then you have TCU, the luckiest team in the country. Every week they're knocking out quarterbacks, facing backups and third-string quarterbacks, but you have to love what Sonny Dykes is doing. How would you play this game? Anything here for you with Texas and TCU coming up this weekend? I love uh, Texas in this game. I think that, you know, a couple of things. Number one, yes, you got to give TCU credit. Like, you're undefeated at this point with three weeks to go. I'm not going to give you crap on it. This is a a really good job by TCU and Sonny Sonny Dykes. But like you said, Dylan Gabriel got hurt in that Oklahoma game. Uh, in the Kansas game, you know, they, they, they snuck by in that one. And that was the game, right, that that, that uh, the Kansas quarterback got hurt. Yeah, they had Bean in there. And then Kansas State, they knocked out Adrian Martinez. And then the backup, it was just right. like, it's it's been every week, man. I've never really seen anything like it. Right. And then you look at Texas and at the Alabama game, we all watched. I mean, I'm not going to speak for people who didn't watch it, but we all watched it. And they should have won that game. There was no reason Texas should have lost that game to Alabama. Uh, they're up uh, double digits. I think they're 14 in the third at Texas Tech. They lose in overtime. They're 14 in Oklahoma State, and they lose that game, and now it looks like a bad loss since Oklahoma State's kind of falling apart the last few weeks. But, uh, yes, Sarkeesian's turned this team around, and, you know, Quentin Ewers was hurt for a little bit, too, for Texas. They still have, uh, you know, done pretty well. I mean, that was blew the Kansas State game last week. They were big in that game. But um, I think that Texas here, this is a good spot for them to try to knock off TCU, obviously, you know, Texas, you know, maybe you find a way to win the Big 12. Who knows if, if, you know, right now you have the two losses, but if you win out, I mean, still, I mean, who would have thought this? You know, you have a tough game at Kansas coming up. You know, who would have thought that before the season? You got Baylor at the end. Yeah. So Texas can, can kind of, you know, uh, make the season kind of worthwhile. And, you know, again, for TCU, good season for them. And, and, and they still got a shot at, at getting to the Final Four if they can win out. But I, I think this line tells you a lot that, you know, if Texas was laying three and a half, four, five, it'd be like, okay, maybe TCU is worth a look, but they're laying seven in this game. Yeah. I think Texas is better than the record indicates. I think the Longhorns win this game and have TCU its first loss. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, I like that pick, Kevin. Uh, Tulane, Central Florida. I was just down in New Orleans. I made a trip over to Yeoman Stadium, saw the calm before the storm. I'm excited for this one. Tulane's laying one and a half. Central Florida, you know, they, them and Cincinnati are kind of the class of the AAC. And then here comes Tulane having a great season. What do you make of this game? And uh, do you think do you think Tulane is the better team? And do you think they'll win the game? I think Tulane's got a good shot here. You know, we always see these teams every year, it feels like, that finish 10-2, and 11-1. They didn't really expect anything out of, and probably the next year they're not going to do it again. But this year, it's I hate to use the term, like ride the wave with them. That Tulane, they've covered it in every single win. They had one slip-up against Southern Miss earlier in the season. But, you know, I understand that, you know, when you look at Tulane's schedule inside the American they still have to play SMU. They still have to play Cincinnati at the end. So, And they still have to play UCF coming up Saturday. So, you know, beating Tulsa and USF and East Carolina, Houston's down, like, that's not saying a lot. But, you know, what? when you're a program like that trying to make your way up, wins are wins, you know. And it's kind of like TCU, the same thing. That Like, you know, I'm not going to get on someone for, for taking care of their business and winning their games. Like, however they do it, they do it. They've struggled. When I look at UCF and – Look, last two games, beating Cincinnati at home, beating Memphis on the road, you know, those are quality wins, but they got some, they had two clunkers in there. Their losses, lose by 21 to East Carolina. I know they had five, uh, four turnovers in that game. Uh, losing to Louisville at home, where Louisville really isn't that great. You know, you kind of say, you know, what's up with this UCF team? Another thing that, uh, that kind of sticks out to me is that UCF, at least the last two years, they were heavy favorites against Tulane. They were laying like 21, 22, and then 13 the last two years. And Tulane covered both those games, but UCF won. Uh, I think that Tulane, with that running game, that they just pound the ball, try to keep UCF's offense off the field. I think that this is, I don't want to call it like a destiny thing for Tulane, but I think this is where 5-0 and in the conference, you'll win this one. You get Cincinnati in the, uh, in the finale on the road, which won't be easy. I think that Tulane here, you know, you got a shot, you know, to, to win this conference. And, yeah, they're not going to be a Final Four team, but at least to be the, the champions of this conference. Like you said, UCF and Cincinnati have been the uh, class of the conference the last few years. If this is their time, they have a home game here. I, UCF has not been a dog this year. I think that Tulane, I think covering the uh, the short number and winning this game uh, is not asking too much out of them. Kevin, about a minute, uh, you talk about Final Four. What do you think the chances are? Uh, that Oregon could get in, uh, given TCU probably losing this weekend and Ohio State having to face Michigan? You know what's funny about Oregon is that they should not – you know what is They shouldn't be hit for the Georgia loss, and they should be given credit for the Georgia loss at the same time. That the first game of the season, tough spot where Oregon's coach was at Georgia, now he's got to face them. Basically, it's not a neutral site. They're at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. They're playing the game outside of Athens. Like It's not – they're not playing the game in Dallas. They're playing the game in, in, in Atlanta. And uh, they get blown out. And we see Georgia is still number one. They haven't had any slip-ups. And since then, Oregon has won every single game. They've scored over 40 points in every single game. 
granted, you know, they haven't played uh, USC. They're not going to play them unless they play them in the Pac-12 title game. They play Washington this week. They got Utah coming up. So, and then they, and Oregon State, you know, in, in the Civil War game at the end. But if they could find a way to win out and then beat USC, past whoever wins the Big Ten of Ohio State and Michigan, past Georgia, why can't Oregon have a shot if that's the case where they win every game except for losing to the number one team in the country? I so agree. I think that Oregon definitely has a shot if they could take care of their business, win the next four. 